DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. Monsignor Essif is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Teresa of Calcutta. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essif encountered St. Padre Pio, who would become a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the Pontifical Missions, a Catholic organization established by Pope St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially to the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, and sisters, seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. What's on your heart today, Monsignor? Today in my heart is the urgency of the message of Jesus to the whole world. Jesus is saying to holy people, to those who are the closest of his followers, come follow me. I, I know whatever you have done, you need to become more intensely one with me. Come follow more directly in my footsteps. If you are a sinner who has turned away, this is the time for you to come back. It's an urgency. It's a time of important following of Jesus with great intentionality and with deeper and deeper commitment. Today is a very important day. We read this very important message of the urgency, the need to immediately follow him in the Gospel of Mark. And let's go there as Mark is going to unfold to us in the, in the first chapter, the 14th to the 20th verses. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Now, this is the time. There is no other time. I want everyone who's listening to me. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me. I will make you fishers of men. And the gospel goes on to say, Then they abandoned their boats and followed him. An immediacy, an urgency, a need to immediately. What was in his eyes? What was in his sacred heart that said to them, With that moment, come follow me. And they immediately left where they were. Another story that continues. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were mending their nets. Then he called them. So they let 
their father Zebedee, they left their father Zebedee in the boat along with those hired men and followed him. Today's gospel and all the readings are teaching us the need for an immediate response to the call of Jesus Christ. What kind of intensity is that? I was trying to reflect on this gospel. One time, it was in 1946. I was a sophomore in college, and I was in St. Charles at Cadenceville. And they had taken about 16 of us seminarians, and we were put into a place called the Solitude. It was a solitude house for the Sulpicians. And it was a house set apart from the main building. There was a fire in that house. Over and over again in my life, I have had fire alarms go off. In fact, just recently, a fire alarm went off. And I, and I said, well, is this really a, fire, a false alarm? Or how? And I bickered in my mind. And I didn't actually go out in response. And then it came through that it wasn't down in South Carolina, and I was in a hotel, and an emergency came on, and again, it was a false alarm. I actually, what I I was doing in my mind is saying, well, is this, or I took time to reflect it, and then eventually decided not to. In this instance, I said, I've got to get out of here. And as I walked out, I could just see the whole building being inflamed, Not one man died in that flame, but everything went up in flames. It was completely destroyed. When I look at the event in my life, it was in that kind of instant, there was something in me that said, get out of here now, right now. That is what I believe is what Jesus is saying to his disciples today. I have an urgency, and I'm talking to you about that. I want you to do this immediately. My brother, in 1962, uh, I was going to have a wedding in the for the family. And my, my brother-in-law's sister was being married. And my brother just happened to be in from California. And... He just happened to be there. He wasn't really an invited guest, but they all said to him, stay. This is, you're here. And he said, I have business. Very interesting what Paul says in this same tone with regard to the urgency that Paul is talking about this same kind of affair. My brother had had a business event in Chicago and he was going to take a flight to Chicago. In the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, it's the seventh chapter. Let me read what he says here. I tell you, brothers and sisters, that the time is running out. For now on, from now on, let this, let those having wives as not being married with those who are weeping as those who are not weeping, those who are rejoicing, those who are buying as not buying, those who are engaged in business and 
the things of this world as not using them. For the world as in its, in its present form is passing away. That is exactly where the state was. And as he uh, came to consider this invitation, he stayed for the wedding. And uh, that plane was destined to, be, to crash and everyone on it was killed. In fact, his wife and, and son who were in California knew that he was on that plane or thought they was on that plane. And they were weeping and weeping already. And, and they, they, he forgot to call them to tell them that he had, and he, he didn't think that they would be concerned about, nor did he realize and think at the time that plane would crash. But they heard about the plane crash and they knew that was the plane that he intended to take. God is urging us at this time with how it's going to be important. What is important? To listen to his voice. I heard the Lord call my name. Listen close, you'll hear the same. I heard the Lord call my name. Jesus is calling each one of us. If you think you're holy, and you may be, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that at this time he's calling you back from a life of great sin. You might be a very holy religious. You might have been in religious life 35, 37, 50 years, whatever it was, and you have really kept all the commandments and I want you to follow me more closely. I want you to be with me more deeply. Whatever you have, supposing you're in mourning as a religious, that is not where I want you to be. I want you to be with me and in me. I want you to be in me and with me now. The call to union with Jesus Christ is so intense at this particular time. These messages are that God is saying, all that you've ever been through is only preparation for what I want to give you. If you're a sinner, listen to the words that are in the scriptures. Repent. Jonah, the prophet, was sent to Nineveh. And in the eighth chapter of Nineveh, he goes through the city. He wasn't always that kind of prophet. God put up with him for a long time. God had called him. Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh, and it's in today's reading. And he eventually went there. But the first thing he did as a reluctant prophet, because he hated the Ninevites, they were Syrians. He was a Jew. And even if God was going to convert them, I don't want to be the instrument of converting sinners. If you are a sinner, God is calling you now, today. There's a woman that I'm dealing with. She's 27 years old. Her grandmother has saved her from death over and over again. Right now, she is in a detox center because her grandmother has continued to reach out. And they have called her an enabler, everyone in the field of recovery, but she's not dead. She's an addict who over and over again has resisted 
following the Lord. She's seen now. She's conscious and out of how many have died of overdoses of an addict. If you're an addict and you're hearing this, God wants you to follow him in Jesus Christ right now. You could be called to great holiness. How many addicted persons, sinners, have come to me? Whatever you're going through, mourning, weeping, buying, selling, I want you to follow me now. There's an urgency. There's a need for you to hear my voice and to listen to what I'm calling you. The calling that, of, that Jesus is asking for is to hear what he wants you to do. If you're a great saint, the Sacred Heart promised that he would make holy souls perfect. Those who are striving for holiness, I will bring quickly to perfection. How do we do that? Listen to his voice. Today, God is calling you to a deeper and deeper union with him. There is only one sanctification. There is only one holiness. Those of us who are listening to today's readings, the call is to listen to the voice of God. Who is Jesus Christ? If you're someone who's listening to me and you say, well, really, I don't know, Monsignor uh, Esaf, that I, that I really, this is not for me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, what, I'm, I'm an atheist, I'm an agnostic, or whatever you might be. And, and really by persuasion in my own thinking, I would even be a communist. He is talking to you. You are the one. Sinners, he promises. Souls that are very indifferent even can receive great holiness. Because what is holiness? Union with Jesus Christ. Can he call Peter and James and John and Andrew? He called them by name. He is calling you by your name. He has a name for you. And there's, there's an urgency that you listen to his voice. He would use, I really believe that it is he who is speaking to you, whoever you may be. Every human being is called to hear the good news. I am calling you to repentance. The time is at hand. It like can't be postponed. There's a need for you to follow me. There's a need for you to open to my voice and to listen to the good news. What is the good news? I love you. I love you with the love of God. I am Jesus, the son of God. God has sent me. What's the good news? God has sent me to love you into new life. That new life is the same life of God that I have. My life can become your life.
if you will let me in to your heart. It is the Holy Spirit who has always been dwelling in you, whatever you may be. And that, especially that hardened heart that I was thinking of in this young woman, 27 years old. And I have been wanting to be in you ever since you were a little girl. I know all the hurts and pains of your life. It is me you are searching for. You have searched for me in all kinds of life, of drugs and prostitution and all of the things that you've been looking for. I am your God. I made you. What you're looking for is in my heart. All of the things you've ever wanted, you can find in me. You may think that you're some, you know, you may be this person. I was thinking of him recently. I'm an Irish Catholic. I've always hated Protestants and I always will. Part of my being an Irish Catholic is to hate Protestants. And he really believes that Jesus is calling you in this day of, of ecumenism. What is he saying to you? Your hardness of heart, your hatred of Protestants, is you're hating me. I am Jesus. I want you to love. Maybe you think you inherited so much hatred from your family of origin or your grandparents and the stories they told you about the persecution that Protestants had of Catholics in Ireland or Belfast or wherever you heard those stories. But it is I who want to fill your heart with love. You need to be converted from being an Irish Catholic who hates Protestants to being Jesus, to having the same heart that I do. You can have it. I am inviting you to come closer to me. If you give me your heart, I will enter your heart. I too want to become an Irish Catholic in you. And I want to, you to see the love that is in you. It is the only love. There is nothing that is in hatred. It's all emptiness. It's all bitterness. I will drive that out because it's all from Satan and it's all from unforgiveness. We must learn, you and I, in our union, how to forgive and to love. In you and through you, we can again be on the cross and say to whoever comes against us, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That's the closest and the intimacy that I want with you. Jonah hated Syrians. He was a Jew. And in his heart, he hated. That hatred separated him from the God of love. When he went into Nineveh, as an instrument of God in that eighth chapter of, he went through the city 
and the people repented. And all of the Ninevites were converted. Was he happy? Was he satisfied? He was so frustrated when he saw that the people who he hated became lovers of God. He wasn't really happy because his own people had not loved and responded to God's word. Today, fathers, preachers of the word, ministers of the gospel, those who are in and with Jesus Christ in preaching the word of God. What is the word of God? There's an urgency. This world is passing, Paul tells us. Time is running out. It's immediate. We must respond to that call and is here. What is today's message? I am calling with love in this time, in this place, here and now, this third Sunday of ordinary time. It is now. Now is the time of salvation. Now is the time to let go of whatever that is that you're holding on to. Because I want to bring about a newness in your life. Final thought, Monsignor? I, I, I really, you know, I, I'm not saying the doom is going to follow. I think all Jesus is saying to us today, all Jesus is saying through Jonah and that Jesus is saying through Paul is, I want you to hear the call that I have. It's urgent and it's now. I don't want to just say, if you don't hear my voice, if you turn away from me, there'll be dire consequences. I think I just want you to know the joy of hearing my voice and responding to it. Just like the experience I had when I was in that fire with the other seminarians and we all escaped. Just like when we heard the joy that was in my brother's heart when he decided not to take that plane. That there's a deep sense of joy that when you hear the Father call through his son Jesus, when you hear that call and you respond to it, you will have, especially in, the, in this moment, you will have an experience of the intimate, personal love of Jesus Christ for you. God is calling you, wherever you may be, to more deeply be united with him. I want you more intimately with me. As a final thought, there was a revelation of a very holy saint, Margaret Mary. And one day, in great ecstasy of love, Jesus had appeared to her. This is what I believe the urgency of this message is today. It's you and with this great saint, Margaret Mary. And he was with her. And he said to her, whom he loved so much, come closer. 
I want to be closer to you. And she, because of modesty and because of how close she was already, hesitated. And so he put his sacred arms around her and drew him to his heart and drew her to his heart. And she felt an ecstasy of love that she had never experienced before. And she, her eyes had closed and they were resting on his shoulder. And he said to her, Margaret Mary, open your eyes. She did. And he said, what do you see? She said, I don't see anything. And then he said, what do you feel? He, she said, I feel the thorns in your heart. Union with God, closeness to Jesus, means you will experience his mourning, his pain. Union with Jesus means you will experience his rejoicing, his joy. Union with Jesus means you will experience his eternal love, which will endure far beyond this passing world. God bless. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer rock-solid and authentic spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essef.